Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions, Emotion Monday. I am um, so excited to talk about this topic tonight. It is no more drama, right? So um, before I get started, just going to do the intro. So welcome to Emotion Monday. If this is your first time listening, your first time watching live, emotion uh, is a play on words. E is electronic. Motion is movement, which I'm online. So uh, these Jesus nuggets are dropped, you know, uh, virtually. You know, this is uh, what God told me to do. You know, I asked some specific days and time. So, you know, and I always continually check in and ask, God, you want me to do this? You want me to do this? <laughs> but I'm just so thankful that the podcast is growing. Um, the podcast is expanding, that people are listening and um, they're getting these Jesus nuggets. They're being blessed. They're being transformed. And it's only by the glory of God. God constantly gives me revelation all the time. God constantly gives me uh, insight all the time. And it's basically stems from, you know, what I'm talking about is just, you know, um, giving language to how I feel as God is moving, right? Not just in my life, but it's in your life. That's why it's the Psalms of my emotions. It started off with the book, uh, which is still out there. I'm thinking of Reese um, uh, releasing it with a different cover, you know, and everything and making it a little better because it's still impacting people. It's still a powerful book, even though I wrote it um, 18, 19, 21, three, maybe about four years ago. Even though I wrote it about four or five years ago, it's still impactful. Um, people are still um, buying it. People are still sharing it. People are even buying it for other people because it's just that impactful. So I'm thankful. Um, also, there is a subscription to the podcast. You can subscribe and become my virtual mentee. Um, I believe anyone from around the world can subscribe. Um, There are a couple tiers as a patron. So not only are you supporting the podcast, you are getting even deeper and more Jesus nuggets, right? Um, There's a live prayer room that I'm getting ready to start because I do have some subscribers. Um, And there is also an ebook you know, that we would release. You want to join this subscription program because 
you will get the ebook for free just being a subscriber you know to the podcast a monthly subscriber to the podcast but if not you know it's just a, you know you still have you have to pay for the ebook pretty much plain and simple so it's your you know to your advantage you know um the subscription will pay for itself when you get the ebook right um because it will be on sale so i'm just thankful thankful to my podcast listeners listening from all over the world um i'm thankful you know um that you chose this podcast to listen to and get your jesus nuggets and for um my podcast viewers thank you for tuning in i'm so thankful uh that you chose to listen to this podcast so uh, you guys know the hashtag it is let the healing begin so uh welcome those that are coming in and those that will catch the replay um I don't know why I thought I might have did this title before. No more drama. I don't know why. It's you know God is so good. Um, this is actually the hundred and fiftieth episode. Uh, God is so good that whatever He gives me, it never repeats. I'm like I had all of this new stuff to talk about, <laughs> you know, and it's not repeating itself so i'm just like wow that's how i know it's got no repeated information you know um there's no um i'm like it that just shows you just how amazing god is with giving you so much stuff like he has his wisdom is infinite right so i'm just so thankful so we're gonna go ahead and get in like i said the hashtag is let the healing begin so no more drama you guys know i have to get to this definition first before we get into this lesson right so no more drama so the definition is a drama you know in a general sense is a play for theater radio or television um it's a written work that tells a story through action and speech meant to be acted on a stage and then um the other part of the definition is an exciting emotional or unexpected series of events or set of circumstances, right? How many of us have been through so much drama? It's just drama, 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 drama. You know, your life is a drama. You know, what some people say, um, you know, you can, you know, I'm ready to do my lifetime movie, right? <laughs> I'm ready to do a lifetime movie. Where is my contract? I have so much drama in my life, right? And just even with that being said, um, like I said, I have po podcast listeners that listen all over, but those that might know, uh, remember the song, uh, Mary J. Blige, she wrote a song um, or uh, the song is called No More Drama, right? <laughs> Where, you know, the video was just so emotional, it was so moving, like just different situations where people were tired of the situations that they were in. They were tired of, you know, just all of the emotional ups and downs of their situations. And the video just showed so much of what people were going through. There were uh, domestic violence. There were, you know, just all kinds of things, right? All kinds of situation that, that was basically drama, right? So you guys, look i'm i'm transparent on here so 
I don't mind sharing pieces, you know, and that that's what brings together. This is the Psalms of my emotions, but it's just not mine. But, you know, if you read if you read it to yourself, Psalms of my emotions, the Psalms of your emotions. Right. Uh, what you go through, the dealings of God, you know, um, your emotions is part of it. Right. Um, so anyways, I was in the kitchen. Um, this is maybe like a couple months ago. I was in the kitchen and um, I was like. You know, I don't know. I felt the urge to just listen to the song, Mary J. Bly's song. And I was just feeling such a breakthrough in that kitchen. I don't know why a lot of my breakthroughs are in the kitchen, <laughs> in the kitchen, the living room and my office, my office. Jesus gets me for real. Um, but anyways, I just felt it. It was like a declaration for myself, you know, even though I'm, you know, past the drama, but it was like a remembrance because I had a word um, spoken over me um, last year um, about no more drama, right? Like no more drama. And it was specifically specified to relationships. You know, that was my drama. That's where a lot of my drama, where that came from. So the person prophesied to me and was like, you know, um, you can't afford to have any more drama. There should be no more drama. Like you can't afford it. It it's gonna cost you too much. You no more drama, right? So I'm just like, okay, yeah, no more drama. I'm like, I'm in agreement with you. I'm not about to be having no more drama. You know, drama threw me off course, right? Drama got me in a situation that that I'm in drama, just drama, drama, drama. So I just wanted to kind of uh, tell you guys, just like the the death, the death of drama and why you should i mean the bad drama we're gonna go through that um the death of drama right there are side effects to drama to engaging in drama and i'm talking about the the bad drama right the not just things that just happen. i'm talking about the drama that we we end up in because of our choices that's the drama that I'm talking about. You know, I'm not talking about general drama. I'm talking about the drama that we cause with our choices, right? So there are side effects to drama, right? And I wrote, and this is the only one I had. I really didn't have too many options. Drama can lead to trauma, right? Trauma, drama can lead to trauma. And what I mean by that is that, you know, um, like I said about drama coming from our choices, that's what I'm talking about right now. Drama coming from our choices. Drama can lead to trauma. You can be traumatized because of the decisions that, you know, we, we make, right? All the drama we go through, a lot of us don't come out unscathed, right? We don't come out um just mentally clear, you know, mentally healed. Most of the time when we go through our emotional drama, it does lead us and leave us in a state of trauma, right? And then let's say relationships, for instance, I'm just going to go here. Um, you know, after if you've been through a certain relationships, it's very, you know, tumultuous, or if I'm not probably not saying it right, but it's very drama filled, and you left shaky, you left uncertain about yourself, you left um, really just in a weakened state. 
So if that is not taken care of, right, you'll end up in a go into another relationship and then you'll have these triggers that get set off. Right. The, uh, it'll be something that person does. Then it reminds you of the drama that you just came out of, which means now because of the decisions that I have made or choices that I have made. Right. That led to drama. Now I'm traumatized. <laughs> right. So that's why this is just all important, right? You you can't have, you know, we got to be careful, you know, of the drama that we cause, right? So the thing about that, and this is another revelation, you know, that God gave me is what stage are you on and who put you there, right? So like I read the first definition about the drama, it's a play for theater, radio, or television, a written work that tells a story through action, speech, meant to be acted on stage. You know, whether you guys know, this is how I see it, how we are. Um, you know, God puts us, this is his stage, right? You know, the existence is just his stage. So we're all on this stage, but there is, you know, um, if you've ever studied drama or been in play writing, um, acting classes or anything, <laughs> They all, you know, or know anything about this acting period, you know, there's a protagonist and an antagonist. And that's how I see, you know, the devil. I see the devil as just like this. Uh, I, I can't remember the difference if this antagonist is good and protagonist is bad. But I believe protagonist is bad. But I'm going to look that up because I want some clarity. Uh, <laughs> protagonist. uh an advocate champion okay so it gotta be the antagonist um antagonist yeah a person who actively opposes or is hostile to someone or something so i see the enemy as you know antagonist so we're like i said we're all on this stage we all are playing a part right? According to God's purposes, according to what God has purposed us to be. We are all players. We all have parts in this stage, right? That God has set up for us. So the thing is with the drama, you have to be careful that you are, that you are staying on the field in the stage, you know, of, of the, I'm gonna get into that, the drama, that God, you know, wants us to have that is ordained by God rather than the drama that we create. And then it leads us on this on Satan's stage. It leads us on the devil's playground. Right. It leads us on his stage. And then what happens is when we end up making these choices, you know, and we in this drama, dramatic situations. I mean, when I mean dramatic in this sense, it's just these hurtful situations, these situations that causes trauma, these situations that causes harm. You know, we're on the stage of the devil, right? And then, you know, we're not understanding how he's using us as puppets, right? He's using it. He's able to use us as puppets because of the choices that we made, right? He's choosing. He uses us as puppets because of our choices. We led to drama and he like, yeah, I got you on my hand. I got you on my stage. Now I'm about to just control this situation because we opened up the door to drama, <laughs> right? We created this drama, right? So we have to be careful and we have to be aware of what stage we're acting on, right? What stage are we playing a part on? Are we, are you playing a part 
that is, you know, helpful? Are you playing a part that's harmful, right? So we have to understand that, what, what the drama is. So we know that the Bible is full of drama. <laughs> the Bible is in itself is full of drama. But the thing is that, you know, how I, uh, you know, kind of say it's the stage God set, right? The drama that God creates is a, it has a different outcome. It's a healthy outcome and it serves a different purpose. It's purposeful, right? What we may call drama and what I mean when I speak about God's drama is process. You know, this is so funny how when I get ready to say a message, you know, my pastor always kind of chimes in a little bit. So it must be something in the spirit chimes in a little bit on where I'm going, you know, on Mondays. So, you know, like I said, the Bible is full of drama. Um, it's stage. It's a stage that got set, but it's different outcomes and it's different purpose. It's purposeful. This is not something that's created to cause strife, contention, you know, the drama that God orchestrates, you know, the, the drama, which I, when I'm saying drama, I mean process that God puts us in. It usually helps us. It stretches us. It grows us. It molds us right into what we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to do, what we're ordained to do. Right. This is what, you know, the drama, you know, I'm calling it drama because a lot of times we call things so we call things drama we call things the devil when we don't understand how god processes right so then it appears to be drama right but sometimes god puts us in a situation like oh my goodness i'm just tired of just all this drama right that's good drama <laughs> because it's processing what i'm talking about is the other drama that we make with our choices and it leads to drama and then drama leads to trauma you know most of the time you never leave you know like i mentioned earlier you never leave unscathed you're always affected by the choices and the drama that we create right just because of a choice a choice can lead you to some places right a choice can lead you <laughs> down a direction that will put you in situations that you're just be, you know, you'll look back and be like, how did I get here? Right. How did I get here? And then everything stems from that. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, all of this stemmed from me just making a choice that I felt like was right. Wasn't necessarily right, but just because I felt like so I'm going off of my feelings. I'm going off of my emotions. I made a choice. And now look at all this drama right? Look at all this drama, look at all this trauma, you know, because I might have gotten out the situation or, or, you know, felt like God made a way of escape. But you you got some bruises, you got some scratches, you got some things. And then, you know, I, I don't know about some of you, sometimes I used to be in the state of replaying things back in my head, going back and be like, well, what if I would have made, you know, another choice? It was It's, it's always this what if, you know, what if I made other choices? What if I, you know, chose something else or my life would maybe wouldn't have been this way or I might have not gone through this. Right. And we can't live in a state of regret. You know, that's what creating that drama. It will sometimes leave you in a state of regret where you be like, well, maybe I should have made another choice <laughs> other than what I made. Right. So 
you know, even with, um, like I said, the Bible is full of drama, right? We see the processes that God uses to get people to their appointed places, right? And so I just even wanted to talk about, you know, I was looking, I'm like, I wonder what the Bible says, you know, about drama. And the common thing that came up was uh, what causes drama, whatever, was gossip. That was, <laughs> I just kept finding it. I was searching to see, I'm like, well, what does the Bible say about, you know, drama and, you know, and, and things, you know, that you go through? And that was the thing. It was just like gossip. So it's like, you know, and it's deeper than that. Um, it is, I read, I ran across Second Thessalonians um, 3 and 11. And the scripture says, yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it again. Second Thessalonians 3.11. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives. I want y'all to stick a pen right there, right? Stick a pen because I'm coming for it. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work. That's number two. And meddling in others, other people's business. So what was going on here was that the Thessalonians um, made idleness their way of life, right? They didn't care about doing anything or working, right? It was just just idle. And we, we know the saying that the um, idleness is the, the, the devil's playground. I told y'all I was bringing it, bringing it all the way back. Idleness is the devil's playground. Remember how I said, you know, um, the devil can't wait for us to make these choices that will land us into these dramatic events. And then now we're on his stage and now he'll, he's treating us as puppets, moving us around, right? Moving us around, you know, putting us in these different scenarios and these different situations that is pretty much killing our spirit day by day, right? So these Thessalonians uh, made idleness their way of life. So... Instead of being busy at work, they were busy bodies. <laughs> Again, instead of being busy working, working on something, getting in their purpose, figuring it out, they were just being busy bodies. They were in everybody's business. They were starting rumors. They were gossiping, right? They were just, just, they couldn't think of nothing else. And because they were bored, they were just, saying and in these trouble in in all kinds of trouble don't that sound like somebody or that we may know or that we may have observed right that you can tell when people don't have enough to do you can tell when someone doesn't have any focus or direction you can tell right and a lot of times these people have a lot of drama around them right they have a lot of drama going around they have always it's always something right and then you look at what they're doing where their focus is what their you know life goals is they don't know it right all they want to do is be busy bodies right <laughs> so um what do i have here right like i said too much time on your hands filled days with the with destructive activities this is what the thessalonians were doing right they filled their days 
They had too much time on their hands and they filled their days with destructive activities. Doesn't that sound like someone that we know? Or it could be us, right? We just, you know, this is podcast is all about uh, reevaluating ourselves as well. Hey, I, I reevaluate myself, try to look and very conscious of myself all the time, right? And, you know, I could just think back before I got in my purpose, right? Before I started working towards my purpose or before I even knew you know, it was a lot of time on my hand. And because of the drama that, and I got the drama I was in because I was idle, right? I was in that drama. I was on the devil's playground because I was idle. My hands was not in purpose like it should be. My mind wasn't on purpose like it should be, right? My vision was blurred. God, I don't even know where you leading me with this. You know, I'm just like, I don't even know where to go. God, I don't know what you're pointing me to. I don't know what you're doing. And because I didn't know or didn't want to take um, the, the faith walk, you know, at the time to get there, which I mean, he ordered my steps and I'm here, but because I was fuzzy in those moments, right? I, I had nothing to do. Look, but be but be a busybody. Making choices that led to drama, that led to trauma. You know, experience trauma in relationship that I had to spend time with God, spend time with worship, right? Spend time in prayer to walk me out of it, to really truly be um, healed, to have my heart healed, right? But all of this could be prevented right? If we just seek after purpose, right? If we just try to uh, seek God, you know, seek God. And then when he feels like you're ready, he'll start to reveal pieces of your purpose. If he sees that, hey, she really wants to please me. She really wants to know why I created her or him. She, they, or he or she really wants to know me, want to get closer to me because the ultimate closest and intimacy to God is to know your purpose, right? Because he made you, right? He's He molded you and it's like you connect better You when you're walking and when you're in your purpose, right? So it's dangerous to be idle. Idleness leads to drama. Idleness leads to destructive behavior, right? So if you don't know your purpose or don't have any interest in knowing your purpose. That's not that's not good. I'm sorry. That's that's not good. Because what's gonna happen is the is the other side. You're gonna you're gonna it's you're gonna end up in drama. You're gonna end up in destructive activities. You're gonna be doing something you're not supposed to be doing, right? You're gonna be having conversations you don't need to be having. You know there are you're gonna be in situations you don't need to be in right this is what happens when you don't have a a function or a clear um direction in your movement throughout your days right you don't even know where to spend your time you don't know what you should be focused on so you just think about it just think about it for a minute when you don't have nothing to your days you're going to think of something look i'm even about to go here even eating right just sitting around, I, I ain't doing nothing, I'm bored, so I'm about to eat, right? I'm going to eat my day away, 
you know, I don't even know. I keep walking in this kitchen a million times a day and I just keep, you know, this is what's keeping me busy, being busy body, you know, this is what keeping me busy. This is what is helping me and distract me. I'm just going to keep eating because my mind is not on my purpose or I don't know my purpose, right? So then now, like I said, it's destructive activities, destructive behavior, eating. We don't talk about eating enough <laughs> in church. We don't. We don't talk about eating enough in church. We don't talk about how that's such a major component, right? And um, treating your temple. And I'm just learning that, like with me, there are different ways, like God has to make things so spiritual to me in order for me to follow, right? Because I always want to try to please him. So when he breaks certain things down to me spiritually, you know, I, I adopt it better, right? I uh, accept it better. <laughs> I'm just like, Lord, help me understand, you know, that it will stick with me, you know, because I don't want nothing to be vain or anything where I don't understand. Um, but yes, that was pretty much in a nutshell what I want to speak about. I knew today was going to be uh, kind of short um, with the no more drama. But some of you, you know, just to wrap it up, like what was prophesied over me, I you, I can't afford no more drama. No more because when I engage in the drama, right, due to idle, being idle, <laughs> due to not knowing my purpose, I was in situations that, you know, it really hurt me so deeply in my heart that it kind of uh, threw me off, you know, of course, even though God made purpose for it, you know, because he's made it in a way where I can help people in their emotions. So I did have to go through it in sense, but so I, I mean, God is magnificent in what he does, you know, even your choices, he makes them for your good, right? If you love the Lord and I call, he make it for your good. But as even though it was part of the processing, I still experienced trauma from it, right? So, you know, some of you, you can't afford to engage in no more drama. You, you, it's already thrown you off course. It's already set you back, you know, some years. It's already distracted you, right? Some of you, you, you can't afford it because it, it will probably break you down this time. It will probably, you know, you, you may lose your mind this time, you know, and I know we like, I break it in the blood of Jesus, but this is very true. You know, we just think we can make choices or we can do things and, you know, grace is, grace is there, but grace should not be abused, Right. So there are many times where God will turn us to the right direction, turn us around on the right path. But sometimes he leaves, he leaves you over to your own devices, right? So I just want you guys to know some of you, you can't afford to make an, another extra big wrong move, you know, a wrong choice. That, and then you can't afford drama. You, your heart can't take it, right? Your mind can't take it. You can't, I, you can't do it. You ain't got no room. You ain't got enough time, more, no more time to waste, right? You got no more time to waste. So some of you, yeah, the, the, and, and how to stay out of it, you know, um, this ain't even in my notes, but God is speaking <laughs> how to even stay out of it is 
to make better choices, right? Right, no room for it. And how to get out of it is to make better choices, you know? And this goes down from your friends, your friends, your circle, right? Um, who you who you choose to date, how you're dating, right? If you're dating just to have fun, that's not the purpose of it, right? That's not the purpose of dating. Um, you just eating just to be eaten. That's not good for your body. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning myself. Like I said, all of this, God hits me with, okay? <laughs> you know, um, eating and that slows you down. You know, what if you got, <laughs> what if you, right, that's the one. Yeah, dating intentionally, learning now, that's it. You know, what if, you know, I would say for me with the eating, you know, there may be a time where I may have to travel, you know, a lot. I may have to go to different places for ministry and i'm winded going in the airport right i'm winded i just i just i get tired you know um i'm not comfortable with my seats you know i'm just i'm real uncomfortable but that was my choice right and you know like i said with your friends the company that you keep the conversations that you have right Choosing not to engage in um, gossip. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. I don't know if y'all... At, <laughs> I, I made it. I don't even know. I don't, I think God led me there. But I really don't even look at, you know, how there's Instagram stories and, um, uh, you know, stories on Facebook where you can look at it. Sometimes I purposely, like I said, I'm very transparent. I don't care. Um, I purposely try not to look at, you know, unless you're my friend. You know, or whatever, or someone that you know I speak to a minister. Sometimes I'm just like, what are they doing? But I purposely don't because I feel like I'm engaging in other people's drama. You know, I purposely don't look at every other people's stories, you know, that they put on there because I feel like I'm I'm being invited into drama. <laughs> and some stories, you know, I'm I'm being invited in. Right. So, yep. You can't do it. And then it's like incriminating. So sometimes people will make up stuff and say, you know, let's say gossip or something is going around. They'll make up stuff. Well, like, I know who said it because they looked at my story. You know, <laughs> I've heard it. They looked at my story and, and then they, you know, and it just gets messy. Right. Especially if, you know, you, you have an idea or something and let's say a topic. We, we don't believe that people could be connected by the spirit, right? <laughs> we can't believe that. We can't believe that God tells multiple people the same thing, right? <laughs> so then if somebody, you do something or have a conversation that people think you stole something and it's like, I, you know, I so happen to go to your story, you know, that's not very true. Gotta guard those ears and eye gates for real. It can definitely affect you, right? That's a way of guarding your eye and your ear gates. You have to have some boundaries. I've been talking about boundaries for a long time, right? <laughs> you got to create them boundaries. But that is one thing, one boundary that I have, you know, with social media, you know, is that it's the stories, my postings, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to be very careful on what I post. I don't comment. You know, I don't want to be invited to the drama. People will make something a whole thing, right? Um, you know, like I said, your friends, 
you know, the conversations that you have, you know, who you're dating, date intentional, because sometimes you could be dating for fun and then it turns into a whole thing. And you were like, how did I get here? How did I get in this relationship? How did I even just now I'm about to get engaged to this person? We got a wedding date. Like, how did it even get this far? I just <laughs> went for fun. You know, so that's creating drama and just pushing you further and further and further for being focused on your purpose, right? So, listen, no more drama, y'all. No more drama. No more drama. Look, if you don't remember anything that I said, listen to that Mary J. Bly song. A lot of you wasn't on here when I was talking about, like, how I just turned it on one day in the kitchen and you know, reminded me of the prophecy that I got about like, you can't afford no drama. I mean, I had got some breakthrough in this song. I'm like, I, I just can't. I, I'm done with it. I'm not even going to invite it in. And this season is very, um, got to be very careful in this season, right? You got to be very careful with what you engage in the drama and you got to check. Why are you engaging in this stuff? You know, are you focusing on anything? Are you idle? Because when you're idle and you're not focused, especially on purpose, you know, like I said, like the, what was wrong with the Thessalonians, you're going to engage in destructive activities. You're going to be in everybody's business. You're going to just, yeah, that's what you're going to do because <laughs> you ain't got nothing else to do. That's what you're going to do, right? You know how some people just do stuff because they bored. Well, why did you do that? I was just so bored. Like, that's not a reason to be doing what you did. <laughs> right <laughs> you know that's not a reason that's not an excuse um <laughs> so I, I hope you guys learned something and took something from this regarding drama and just check over look at yourself write down what drama have i engaged what engaged in what drama have i introduced in my life even recently um be more uh alert about the drama that will surround you you know this week you know be careful what you choose um it will affect some aspect of your life all right <laughs> so i thank you guys for tuning in i hope this was good um share it if you want you want someone to hear this and be like hey girl stop all that drama you know you ain't got no room to create no more drama in your life you know you already got a lot going on <laughs> all right um, so I'm just going to go ahead. You guys know I have to do this personal conviction of mine. And of course, you know, like I said, being being a minister, you know, being, I, hey, if we're having these things and, and we're representing Christ. You have to offer Christ, right? You have to offer Christ. And why I can't find what I need to find? Okay. So <laughs> Romans. Let me hide this ticker. Romans 10 and 9 states that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Again, that's Romans 10 and 9. That's the plan of salvation. You know, for my podcast listeners, like I said, people listen all over the world that I don't know. People, uh, look at this later right you never know you know people that don't have jesus we can't take it for granted that people know jesus right but this is a heart thing right 
So if you believe these things, you know, some people just feel like it, you it's a system. You have to come to church to do this. Tomorrow is not promised, right? Tomorrow is not promised. The next day is not promised. The next minute, hour, second is not promised to us. So if you hear this and you feeling this conviction, you feel it in your belly. Your heart is thumping real fast. You know, God is pulling on you. God is calling you. So, you know, you read that scripture, you do what it says. You know, this is a heart thing. Even with your mouth, you say to your mouth, you have to mean it in your heart. You have to want Jesus for real. Okay. So I thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, I hope this blessed you and I will see you prayerfully next week. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye.